This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Diesel Power Products Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything between owning, operating, or building a diesel pickup. We post new episodes every Wednesday. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Here, this is what you guys don't see on Instagram. Yeah. We could do a little... Yeah, you guys are going to be with us for this. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Episode 10. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gents, folks on Facebook. We are doing episode 10. Episode 10. Episode it's a special 10. episode. I'm going to go and preface this entire episode. This is the fourth Monday in a row. Fourth Monday. Is anybody else having, like, the week of Mondays right now. I Monday just keeps is, going. Yeah, this week just has flown <laughs> by and I feel like I'm still playing catch up from Monday. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, today's episode, Frequently Asked Questions. I think that we're going to do Frequently Asked Questions every 10 episodes. Yeah. So if you didn't get your question in this time, you can still put it in and we'll answer it later. Yep. Um, but we're going to stick to just Frequently Asked Questions that we get all the time that is a good refresher to have out there for folks. Um, I've got a decent list. We are going to be monitoring the questions. So if you do have some questions, this is a good episode to ask them. Um, yeah. Especially if you think they... they uh, I, hate, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but this might be the, the dumb question pass. Yeah, dumb like, question, yeah. Yeah, there's no dumb question. Yep. Um, I'll go ahead and answer one. Uh, yes, you lose it if you don't use it. <laughs> That's always my question. Me, yeah. <laughs> so I got you already. Um, so uh, take care of some admin <clears throat> stuff here. Uh, if you don't know already, we are on iTunes now. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. iTunes, we're stoked on that. Makes us feel official. Yeah. Uh, pretty soon we'll have our own actual intro and outro. Um, uh, please leave us a comment. Leave us a five-star review. Subscribe. If you, feel. Uh, if you leave a five-star <laughs> review and a, and a question in your comment, we're going to hook you guys up. We're going to make sure you answer your question. And I think we might have a special Diesel Power Products podcast shirt. What? Yes. This is new. I just heard of this. this what? This, this is actually, oh. yeah. I'll, I'll see if I can I can't pull up the design here. But, uh, but yeah, it's actually a thing. We're doing it. I'm pretty excited about that. This thing's kind of taking its own. I hope it's just our faces. That's it. It's like not, the... but it's cool. <laughs> I already have <laughs> no. one shirt with my own face on it. I don't need another one. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, we did have, so we posted earlier today about frequently asked questions uh, for this episode. And uh, Kevin Calloway. You posted a good question, and yeah. we're going to answer it because I think it's actually a pretty, pretty relevant question. Yeah. Um, so his question on there, and I'm probably going to screw up reading this, um, so I might paraphrase a little bit. Um, so he's got a 99 Super Duty F250, the 7.3. Great truck, leaf sprung, front and rear. Um, this is why I know that we can be friends because he says, I like to get rowdy unloaded. Ooh, let's go crazy unloaded. My man. <laughs> My man. <laughs> yes, take the trailer off, the overcab out, and it's time to party. Yeah. Um, I still, but I still tow a trailer and have a cab over. Um, I have removable airbags, but I'm worried about axle wrap while towing. Any suggestions? And he said Caltrain. I'm pretty sure he meant Caltrax yeah. uh, bars work in this application. 
Oh, that was a mouthful. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wet, wet your whistle. Oh, here. All right. So, leaf springs in the rear. Um, I assume yes. that he's got some sort of lift if he's looking at some curly or deeper leaf springs mm -hmm. in the back. Um, I'm going to say at least maybe like four inches. Yeah. I think it's pretty suitable. Kevin, if you're listening or watching, comment back. Let me know if you actually have yeah. points lift on there. Um, towing with aftermarket leaf springs. What do you think? Well, you can you, totally do it. It's totally doable. There's some things that you may want to look at and consider when uh, on a leaf spring truck. Because if you're trying, to, you're trying to alleviate axle wrap or not have axle wrap, the main thing that causes that is it's, it's essentially that, that leaf spring literally twisting with the axle, right? Mm. So stock rear height. Stock Still rear height. So, okay. stock rear height. So the, the, what you'll see a lot of times where, where guys are actually experiencing that axle wrap, that shake when you take off, is they've usually got a big block in between the axle and the spring. Like three inches or more. Yeah, and yeah. This, is, this, is, this is science. <laughs> the bigger the block, the bigger the lever, the more it's gonna, the more it's gonna happen. Yeah. So it's more leverage on that spring to actually, to actually twist it. So yeah, a Caltrax, uh, Caltrax to me, I, we, don't, we don't really offer them, but I mean, they're racers. great. They're more, yeah, they're more for that, that kind of racer guy. Honestly, just a good set of traction bars. Uh, you don't have to go to the Caltrax. You could do like we've got uh, some great options as far as BDS. They're recoil They're bars. Recoil bars. Yeah, those are super cool. Uh, we've got Longhorn Fab Shop. They do uh, a couple of variations of bars. Anything from mm -hmm. just your daily driven, just guy that uses a truck for a truck, to the full on racer. Um, and then BDS also, along with the recoils, they just have their standard um, kind of like your. I don't know. Your old, old school ladder school, bars. Yeah, ladder bars. Ashford's <laughs> so, going to kill me because he yeah. hates the term ladder bars, but they're like the ladder but, bars. Yeah. So those are all great options. And again, if you're looking at leaf springs, try to try to eliminate the block. Try to yeah. get your spring on the axle. That's going to help you in the beginning because you're eliminating that lever there. Mm -hmm. um, so so that you could totally do it. You, again, Caltrax are great, but to us, I mean, that, they're kind of more oriented towards that racer. Yeah. So I would say if for that application, you're going to be looking at doing. Oh, wait, oh, we've got more. Carly, whoa, coil over Carly. Wait, Kevin Calloway, are Kevin, you the guy in San Diego? You, <laughs> did, did we yeah. already talk? <laughs> Kevin, uh, Carly, see. six front end, yeah. conversion, tracks of ours, cycle correctly. Or we're, oh, so, asking questions yeah. on it. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought you did already. Um, so, yeah, what I think Tyler said was spot on there. Getting that axle as, on the spring as close as possible mm -hmm. is going to help you as much as you can, getting good travel and good ride out of it. Yeah. Um, you're already on the right track with airbags, so typically going with a, a longer travel spring might mm -hmm. be a little bit softer, help you get rowdy. Yeah. Almost dropped enough bomb there all the <laughs> Help you get rowdy while you're unloaded, and then those airbags will pretty much give you all that towing capacity back once that cab over comes back on and the... Uh, in the trailer. Yeah. So I, I think you're on the right track. And two, if you're looking to, I mean, usually a guy looking to go with like a Carly Packer, a Deaver pack of springs, he's usually using some of his travel, right? Yeah. So, I mean, to be honest with you, at that point, your airbags are your limit mm -hmm. as far as travel. So we've got, uh, yes, yes, Daystar yes, yes. does their coil, uh, their coil, their, well, air, their air spring air buckets, cradle. airbag cradle. Yeah. So basically you're eliminating that lower mount on your axle. So when you do want to use your travel, mm -hmm. It's the bag is just mounted on the top, and your axle is able to, to droop all the way down. But when you're loaded and need to use your bags, you fill those bad boys up. The bag comes down, comes into contact with the cradle, and bingo, bango, you got some airbag action going it's on. It's kind of weird to explain, but if you go on our website and you search Daystar Bucket, or yeah. actually Daystar Cradle, yeah, that should pull up. And they actually have a video of it cycling, yeah, uh, like and with a GoPro on the chassis. And it's really cool. They're really affordable. I think they're 79 bucks yeah. for a pair, and they fit most six-inch bags. Yeah. That's, that's the only requirement. Yeah. So check those out. Uh, Logan Schneider, Sentex Diesel, holler at your boy. Uh, <laughs> it says PMF long travel bags. Those, those can work as well. Carly actually makes uh, yeah. long travel bags as well. Um, the only the one problem that I've ran cradles. into, yeah, the one problem that I've ran into with, with just doing like long travel bags is sometimes the bags are kind of hard to come by. Yeah. To, to, as far as replacement. And I know I'm sure they have replacements readily available. Uh, but. I mean, usually, like a replace, like I remember, like the Carly replacement bags for the long travel bags are like three hundred bucks for just a bag. Yeah. When you could spend. And you got to get it through them. Seventy nine dollars on some cradles. Yeah, and then that bag, is <laughs> the airbag you're using, is basically an off the shelf item. So if yeah. you're traveling a lot, you blow a bag or something like that, and you're. Yeah. In Central Texas, where uh, Logan Schneider's shop is, <laughs> he can <laughs> you order you up easy and, you know, a single one. bag, and everybody has it. Yeah. Anyhow, 
I hope that answers your question, Kevin. Um, thank you for responding. I really yeah, enjoy that. Really appreciate um, it. Before we get into our frequently asked questions, I'm just going to dive straight into what you guys are commenting. Let's see, Ben McPherson, uh, is the AV RAM dual sport kit a DIY install? I would consider it a do-it-yourself. I'd I say mean, yes. Compared to other suspension kits, yes, absolutely. You can do it in your garage. Um, obviously, like our episode with tools, yeah. you need to have, I'd say, more than just your basic tools. Like, I'd yeah. say, I mean, so, you don't need to have special tools by any means, but <clears throat> you need more than just like a socket set. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the AEV kit is essentially a spacer kit, but they they, they go about it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's slightly more involved on some of the bracketry, like the track bar relocations. I mean, I wouldn't say somewhat more involved. I mean, it's really not. I mean, it's all mm -hmm. bolt on. I mean, there's nothing, no welding or anything like that. And we totally had guys do this stuff in their driveway. Yeah. It's totally fine. I'd I, say probably 75 to 80 percent of people we sell to is yeah doing it in their driveway. <laughs> yeah. And they actually come with so. really nice instructions. They do. Like they, they're does assuming you're doing it on your own, so yeah. they make nice instructions. Um, let's see here. Uh, Aaron wants to know best tuner for 2010 Cummins uh, that's been to Mexico and back. Um, <laughs> uh, but no added horsepower. For 2010, Gearbox Z? Or, or honestly, I still like the Race Me products. Mm -hmm. Like the, the standard Race Me. They're $899. Um, you could put it, I think, the lowest level is 30 horsepower tune. It's just a quality tuner. Again, mm -hmm. going back to like our tuning episode, there's, you know, have you ever seen that? What is the, the Venn diagram? Yeah. Or, or is it a Venn cheap, diagram? The cheap, the good, the yeah, cheap, yeah, yeah, good, fast. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no such thing as like a cheap, good tuner. Okay, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would still stick with probably like a Race Me product at least, and you could just keep it on like those lower power levels. They're fantastic tuning. They, they, they literally work. I can't even recall the last time we got a call on an issue with one. That's why I like selling them. They're just, they're, there's trouble free. Here it is. Let me there know you when go. you need more fun parts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ben responded back with the AV stuff. I have a full setup of tools, uh, air tools, welders, press. Oh, dude, you're good. You're good. A couple cases of beer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe good. a buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Gavin wants to know, uh, what's the deal with the Clean Air Act violation that the company got slammed in Florida? It's hard for me to read the rest of those. Um, we're actually still learning about a lot of that stuff, too. Yeah. Um, there's, I'd say every year around this time, it seems always like before SEMA, there's always... Articles coming out, yeah. people getting popped. It just—it's one of those things where we're learning basically as fast as, as we go. Guys yeah. Are. <laughs> um, so at that point, for that one, I don't have a direct answer for you on there. We will. Um, I'm sure we will eventually. <clears throat> and I'd say just kind of keep your eyes off for articles. Yeah. Um, let's see. GDE or PPE for eco? Well, PPEI. I, I mean. <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question or not. <laughs> so, there you uh, go. <laughs> go ahead and turn that back okay. around. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, next, uh, Martin Gonzalez gives a hand or a thumbs up. Yeah, we respond to PPEI. That's such a pretty over. Yeah. Just if you yeah. missed it on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, we're going to keep watching these, but we're going to dive into some of the frequently asked yes. questions that we see all the time. Um, let's see here. I'm going to kind of pick around a little bit. Um, we got some other people watching here. Andrew's watching. Amanda's watching. Uh, I'm going to do the first My one. My dad's watching. Hey, Dad. Hi, Ben's dad. Yeah. I'm going to do the first one. All right, let's go. Because I, I feel like I, I talk about this one a lot. Yes. <laughs> so the, big, the biggest, one of the biggest ones I, I always run into is when someone calls in for injectors or a turbo or something. Mm -hmm. Like one of our first questions is, are you looking for an OEM replacement or are you looking to go performance aftermarket? Okay. And the, the, the answer we always get is, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm just going to, we're just going to kind of throw this out here. This is how we kind of, kind of decipher this with you guys. Because when you're, when you're coming into it not knowing what you need, it's kind of hard to plan for the future. It's kind of, you know, it, it's hard to pick, too, because you have so many options. And especially if you're looking at forms, holy crap, yeah, you're going to freaking lose yourself. So, uh, again, you, having a plan when you're building your truck is key. Knowing what you want, uh, as far as horsepower level or task or whatever, you know, if someone calls in and says, "Yo, I'm looking for injectors. I'm uh, looking for injectors for my 05 Cummins. I'm looking uh, maybe tow a little bit better. You know, maybe have a little bit more power for towing." Well, okay, easy. We got plenty of options. Like BD has a great set of Performance Plus injectors that are like 15 horsepower over stock. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything else to your truck. Two-year warranty. Two-year warranty too. So. Um, Again, ha having a plan, it, that, that's the biggest thing that we run into with guys is not having a plan and not knowing um, where you can go. And just taking that few extra, extra minutes, especially, too, on our website, we have a whole section. It's called Recipes for Horsepower. 
Okay, you can you can click on that and you can look at a list of parts that we would suggest to make that certain horsepower. So just by just having a plan or 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 knowing what you're using that truck for, and 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 letting us know that's what you're using it for, and then we can kind of kind of mold a, a build yeah. directly to you. Um, but having a plan that's 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 the biggest thing because if you don't know, well, we don't know either. What are you yeah. trying to do? <laughs> and then, and going on that too, if we kind of assume we know what you want and we say, okay, well, the best, safest option for us here is just recommend that you go with a stock turbo stock yeah. injectors. And then we get a call back five minutes later saying, well, I just talked to my shop and they told me to go with a, Something else. a 64 millimeter turbo <laughs> and a 100 horse set of injectors. Why yeah. didn't you tell me that? Like, well, we, we, yeah. we're only good at the information you get. <laughs> yeah. Same with, with a doctor, same with a mechanic, <laughs> yeah, this. same with a tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah. If you tell a tattoo artist, uh, I like the word... Yeah. Truck. Or like, I like animals. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> Need something better than that. Need something better than that. So, that, so. yeah, I would, I would have to agree with that. Yeah. Um, having, and we've mentioned it before too, but having just some sort of plan or some sort of... An idea an what idea you're where looking you're going for. With it. I mean, if you don't want to make any more horsepower with a truck, let us know and we'll get you into a quality stock replacement parts. I mean, we sell that stuff too. We don't mm -hmm. only sell performance aftermarket. We, we will, if you're just looking to replace what's there and get it going, you know, uh, get it running just like it was from factory, we can get you set up. So just, just know, just, just so guys know that we don't only, and it, it, we talked about this the other episode. It's like people think that we only do like super high performance stuff and it's not the case. And that's like, that's a very small portion of what we actually sell parts for. The majority of people out there use these trucks as trucks, use these trucks for hauling. They, these guys are hotshot drivers or they're towing a camper or whatever. So the, the, the big performance side it, it, it is a big section of it, but it's a very small actual like customer base that we actually deal with. Because yeah. most of those guys that are in that performance thing, honestly, they're, they're going they online. They already know what they want. They already know what they want. They're either yeah. ordering it already online or they're calling in and saying, I need to order this. So I'd say we usually talk to the, the stock replacement. I want to go that one next step further. Yeah. What's that next step? Yeah. And, th and there's lots of options. Even if you give us just a budget. Yeah, we can work with that. I need a turbo. That's actually probably one yeah. of my favorite things. It's like, I want to I wanna do this, this, and this, and here's my budget. I'm like, okay, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I can work with that. <laughs> oh, like, yesterday, I think you might have been gone already, but we actually had a guy call in. I've got, uh, he had a 2000 VP44 truck. Mm -hmm. He goes, I have $10,000. I want to make like <laughs> 550, 600 bucks, or 600 okay. horsepower. It's yeah. like, yeah. finally, realistic we love expectations you. here. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can make this happen. Yeah. And I, and I, I think we sold them all the parts yesterday. It yeah. was one call. We everybody we we all got together. We talked to them and we made a list of parts. We got them into some compounds and yeah. some injectors and stuff like that. Clutch. It was a manual. Yeah. And yeah, and that's a guy that has a plan. Now I, I understand that gets very very difficult to even in some cases to figure out what you want. Mm -hmm. But that's why we're here. Yeah. If you don't know what you want, just tell us. Yeah. If you want to know about performance, we'll tell you about performance and what everything you need to make sure that that truck runs perfectly for you. Mm -hmm. We're not going to try to get. We're not going to get you into something that you know you're going to find out a week down the road well, i need this this and this also because yeah. all these work with this you know we're going to be straight up with you we're going to tell you those injectors are going to work good with this pump and this turbo and and you know you can you can kind of go from there so all right we got more questions on this yes. one uh michael guthrie's watching so dude former eagle diesel brother right there. yeah <laughs> uh, let's see here ben mcpherson talking about the AV kit um wants to know if he wants to go Elgin. 410 456s for 37s um why not 430s? Yeah. Um, but I, I assume we're talking about the fourth gen RAM here, yeah. obviously. I'd probably um, do 410s with it. You know what? 37s, it's it's either going to be, an, well, it's automatic or manual, so it's going to have six speeds no matter what. So you're going to have, yeah. you know, you've got gears on both ends to help you out. Yeah, I'd say if this thing's a mostly a highway driver, 410s on 37s. That's going to be probably the closest, it's going to set you really close to like how the truck was factory yeah. wise, as far as. A, uh, a 430 <clears throat> is a little more aggressive. A 456 or a 37, 40. you're going to be yeah. ripping. You're going to be ripping. Like, that's like, you're yeah. not doing too if much on the highway after that. Yeah, if you're actually like off roading this truck and, and needing that kind of that low end kind of grunt, then mm -hmm. 456s would be your jam. But I'd, yeah. I'd probably do 410s, especially as a highway highway rider, because you want to keep you want to keep some highway highway RPMs down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, he says didn't know 430s <clears throat> were an option. The more you know. That's actually a relatively new gear ratio. Yeah, it is. Um, I'd say within the last... Like, He's at 90% highway. 90 honestly, highway, I'd, probably st yeah, I'd probably still do 410s, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, 430s, generally across the board for anyone else listening, 430s and 37s generally yeah. pretty much fits the bill. Yeah. Um, but that's also including people that have a 4 and 5 and 6-speed. So yeah. He's got a 6-speed transmission. 
He could probably do a 410. Yeah. Um, Gavin has a question on a 7.3, but I can't see the Seymour. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, recently had my 7.3 overheat, slightly smoked white and gray. No more smoke, but other than compression, what should I be looking for? Um, well, okay, I'm going to make we're a couple of here. Um, <laughs> we can't see the whole, your whole um, yeah. question there. So. We can only, yeah, we can only see down to it. It says, what should I be looking um, I'm going to assume, okay, so it's 7.3, if it had a whole overheating issue, this, I'm, I'm going to say an OBS, because it's yeah. not intercooled. But also, I, want, I would like to know if this is an overheating, like, cool and overheat, or did you actually, like, EGTs yeah, through the roof, the roof and, like, of thing, and then, boom. Yeah. But if you're seeing, <clears throat> uh, let's see, white and gray, no more smoke, weather, compression, yeah, I'd have to know more. Yeah. Um, if you watch this later, or you're not watching now, shoot me an email, bedatthesepowerproducts.com, and we can talk more on that. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, right on. Ben McPherson. <laughs> you're, getting your, you're getting your money's worth today. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's next. see. Uh, next one. I've got something in my throat. <laughs> We're not going to make it. Uh, Gavin Locke says no gauges. Um, get gauges, number yeah. one. Number two, uh, what year is it? And was it a cool and overheat? Or did you just like literally like overheat the truck? Um, let's see here. Next one. We get this one a lot. We've answered it already. Yeah. Will this exhaust fit in my bed and cab length? Overall answer. 99% of the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Unless the, on the website it states, like, I think Banks, Magnaflow. Some of the DPF back kits some of those are, are, are bed and cab specific, but, but I'd say be, 95 to 99% of the exhaust on our website, it's going to be for all bed and cab lengths for your truck. Unless it states otherwise. And we put it on each listing, I think, like three or four times. Yep. Um, but we still get the question all the time. But uh, it's like, I'm looking for a four-inch turbo back system for my 06 Power Stroke. I've got a crew cab long bay. Will it fit? Yep. Yes. Yes. I've got a crew cab short bay. Will it fit? Yes. Yes. What kit do I need for the extended cab long bed? The same one that you use for the other four beds. <laughs> yeah. And the other four combinations. And, <clears throat> they come with everything. And just so you guys know, the reason why they do that, they would have literally... Every, so every single cabin bed length, they would have basically, well, two, no muffler, with muffler, four part numbers, stainless aluminized, with muffler, without, no, eight. Because it aluminized, yeah. So, so they, they make three exhausts <laughs> per truck. So yeah. with muffler, without muffler, and um, gap in the muffler. So yeah. now take that and multiply that by how many bed and different cab lengths are for that. And then truck. stainless and aluminized. So you have that's a, lot. that's a lot of part numbers, okay? And we would it would be impossible to stock like, you know, <laughs> they just don't do that, yeah. okay? It's just a mess. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yes, it'll fit your bed and cab length. Um, again, if you don't know, shoot us a call, but yeah. it, chances or, are it will. We have it on the website too, mm -hmm. like just yeah. Let's see. Uh, Gavin says, uh, water pump. Okay. Well, here's here. a good one. Paul Jockel, he has actually okay. He this is the asterisk on on mm -hmm. all cabin bed lengths. What if you have a make a cab long bed? Well, okay. That's a custom made truck, yeah. essentially. Okay, you probably need another, what, 30 inch piece of pipe. I mean, we sell little, like, muffler delete pipes that are about that length. You would yeah. just, you, you probably would end up need to get a little bit, a little bit more, just a little bit more. Maybe not. I don't know. I'd have to, honestly, I'd probably have to call, like, Diamond Eye and see if they're actually factoring that in. Because they might. Make a cab long bed? Make a cab long bed. Well, it doesn't come with a factory, so they couldn't account for that, really. I think you would just need an extra... Just, like, this like much. No more than two feet. Yeah. 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 It, it would just... It, it probably so good one, Paul. Yeah, one side <laughs> flare, one side not. It'd probably be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. We got you, Paul. <laughs> good question. Yeah, good that question. That is a good like question. <laughs> um, Tyler Kipp actually asked him. What's up, Tyler? Um, Gavin says, water pump seems to be leaking. Just wondering what else to look for. 2001 coolant. Yeah. Um, Kip. Yeah. Yeah. It Kips on it. Pretty much answer that. Check cool pressure, minor the blown head gasket. <laughs> I will say blown head gaskets and 7.3s are a little bit few and far between. They are. They don't really, the factory seal on a 7.3 head gasket is actually yeah. not bad. Yeah. Like I know guys that are running, you know, large injectors, big turbo, stock head bolts and gasket. I mean, you're kind of playing with fire a little bit there, yeah. but it's a good seal. Like if your head gasket hasn't blown, just put it, just put studs <clears> in. Don't even take it off. Yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't hear about them blowing all that often. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one here. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, this one, um, let's, 
She's doing that one said. What is that? <laughs> what is the beer of the day? It's not. It's not beer. Soda pop. Soda, yeah, ice cold soda pop. <laughs> uh, next one here says, what... And we only say this because we've gotten this question before. <laughs> what does a throttle sensitivity booster do? Well, I don't Funny know, you should ask because it's actually a hamburger maker. <laughs> it actually will make smoothies. This is, uh, <laughs> and again, if this is one of those times where we allow the, those kind of questions. Yeah. But like, what does a thrall sensitivity booster do? I understand if you're not sure what it does, but if you just read the title, yeah. throttle sensitivity booster. So well, there's a throttle yeah. on my truck. I want it to be more sensitive, and this will boost the sensitivity. Throttle sensitivity booster. Boom. Math. Nailed it. <laughs> so, but there we do get some questions on this. It, it, are these actually tuning your truck? Mm. No, they're not changing ECM tuning whatsoever. Not at all. Not at all. They're just speeding up that signal essentially from the pedal to the engine, making it feel like it's more of a direct connection. Yeah, it's That's basically all. giving your, your throttle pedal a megaphone. Yeah, and, and again, for a guy that wants to keep his emissions on his truck, because pretty much all the new trucks are gonna be drive-by wire. And warranty. That is your jam, that is your part, man. It's gonna feel like you're tuned when you're not. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Funny story about that kind of stuff. Like when someone calls in and asks that, it's it, I, you got to be as polite as possible because you know it's yeah they're calling because they have a question. <laughs> but it's really hard because they ask. Well, I'm looking at this throttle sensitivity booster. What does it do? Well, it boosts your throttle sensitivity. Oh yeah, it's like okay, all right. That was easy. <laughs> you know, in, the, in the scheme of things, that's an easy fix. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's I see. Have we got any other questions here? Uh, actually, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with whoever's answering our podcast right now. Whatever yeah. tastes like freedom. That's what we're drinking, soda pop. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, what exhaust tip gives the best sound? Rolled or straight? Big, small. Diagonal cut, curved, like double so many wall, options. Double single wall, wall, single wall. Turn down, or turn up. Turn around, <laughs> turn, turn down. Turn down for what? <laughs> um, if you're worried about changing your exhaust note with a tip, don't yeah. buy a tip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, if you, if you, for instance, go with maybe something that's single wall, that's like super long, and uh, I don't know, maybe welded to the, I, I, you know, I don't know, because it would take quite a bit for it to actually create that sort of like megaphone effect. Right. And it's um, got to be bigger, And velocity-wise, right? I mean, yeah. there's not, there's velocity there, but it's, I don't, I don't think it's enough to really make a tone difference via a tip. So to make this big difference... It's got to be a huge difference between the inlet size and the outlet. Yeah. A four to five inch, not going to make a difference. A yeah. four to six, probably not going to make a difference unless that, that portion that's six inches long or six inches in diameter is like 18 inches long or something yeah. like that. Yeah. A four to seven, again, needs to be long. A four to eight would need to be long, long again. Uh, <laughs> uh. The tip. Yeah. Freeze frame that. There's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a million Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, at that point you're pretty much adding a bigger portion of exhaust to it. So is it going to resonate a little bit and give a little bit of sound difference? Yes. Is it enough to like write home about and be like, yeah, man, that I, truck sounds so different. It must have an eight-inch tip on it. No, no, no. It's not going to affect it that much. Yeah. If 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 you're worried about changing sound with a muffler or with a tip, just take your muffler off. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or or you know put a stack on it or something like that. Just you're you're barking up the wrong tree on yeah. that one. <laughs> Tyler, I want you to take this one. Okay. This next one, we get this question a lot, is do I need a boost fooler? Okay. Which some trucks, okay, and when you start, like if you have a tuner that doesn't have boost fooling in it, some trucks may be limited by their boost levels, okay? Mm -hmm. Most of them, no, if you don't have an overboost code, if you haven't done anything to actually make that turbocharger create more boost past the ECM parameters, what the ECM is supposed to see, and it's actually throwing an overboost code, it's really not going to do much for you. Um, I, I know there are certain trucks out there that, but, but again, this all goes back to the point of you have to, first off, have done something to create more boost. Mm -hmm. If you, just by putting a boost cooler on a stock truck, does I wouldn't, it you. does nothing. Just save the, your $70 and put that towards a tuner. Yeah, the, the boost cooler, the, the the best way I try to explain to people, are you currently getting overboost codes? Yeah. No. Then you don't need a boost fuller. Yeah. Like, well, I plan on putting bigger injectors and a bigger turbo and a bigger tuner. Okay, then you might need a boost fuller. Yeah. But, like, are you getting overboost codes now? 
No. Then it's not, that's what it, its job is to eliminate overboost codes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Boost fooler. Yeah. It fools the boost. Fools, the, fools the ECM into thinking it has less boost than it actually does. True. Uh, we got another question here. Brandon, I don't know why it doesn't well, really read yeah, further that's down. That's weird. Fix it, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I know you can hear me because you're always listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, you guys should develop a way to fix 48 RE cases that have had the rear sprag fail and take out the... Take out the... Something. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, man, yeah. I, I, and, and I pretty much, I think I could probably speak for Tyler on this one. Um, I know like this much of this much of what happens in a transmission. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it's still magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just I rebuilt yeah. an Allison once in school, yeah. and that's about as far as I decided <laughs> to go into transmissions. Because transmissions kind of take a special guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> they really. They I do. don't know. I don't. Maybe I just don't have the patience for it. I don't. I don't know. But everybody's got their transmission guy. It's, yeah. Like we got like, a transmission guy. Yeah. John Elford. <laughs> John Elford. He's a freaking genius. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, transmissions, it's one of those things where so many people don't know enough about it that yeah. the person that does know it, it's like, Aah. like, yeah. how did you know that? And to them, it's just like, well, duh. And speaking of transmission stuff, because this is a question that I don't think is on here. I haven't looked at all of them, but we get guys all the time that'll be like, okay, you guys got this rebuild kit for this transmission, or you guys have this built transmission that's like five times the cost. Like, mm -hmm. why, why don't I just go with a rebuild kit? You got, you got to understand, a rebuild kit is only as good as the guy that's installing it. <laughs> okay, so keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Just because you buy the rebuild kit for the transmission and have you know your buddy put it in, doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna take that same power that that built transmission is gonna do. Yeah, you gotta understand the guys that are building these transmissions. They're they're literally like machining parts inside the transmission to to modify it to to, to handle that power. They're adding mm -hmm. different shafts and that sort of thing. So the rebuild kits are a very small section. I wouldn't say a very small. It's a it's a big portion of the transmission, but there's uh, there's other aspects of it. So mm -hmm. if you're if you're looking for something that's just a just you know get the truck running and don't have to worry about it, just go with the built transmission. Yeah, it's it's going to save you time and money in the long run. And, and plus, the warranty is killer. The warranty is killer on all these transmissions. BD, mm -hmm. three year, one hundred and fifty thousand mile warranty. ATS, if you have it installed by a certified ATS installer, that's five. Was it five year, 500,000? I don't think I've ever yeah. gone anywhere close to 500,000 miles on a, and honestly, I don't think I've ever kept a vehicle for more than five years. No. <laughs> so that's like lifetime warranty on the transmission for me. Basically. <laughs> so. And then the, the next question we usually get on that is, well, I, I do plan on racing my truck, right? I'm making yeah. a lot of power with my truck. As long as you're matching your transmission to the power you're making, yeah. they'll still warranty it. If yeah. you're the guy that's making 1200 horsepower and you put an ATS stage one transmission in your truck, yeah. and first off, transmissions don't lie. Turbos don't lie. Yeah. Torque when they fail, don't lie. when they fail, yeah. someone who knows what they're looking for will be able to tell why and how it failed. Yeah. So, that being said, the guy that's making 1200 horsepower puts a stage one transmission in there, blows it up in like 20 minutes, <laughs> sends it back, says, You guys build a junk transmission. They're going to be like, like, Well, no. buddy, you're making like You've three times the amount of horsepower yeah. as anything's supposed to have. Yeah. We're looking at every single clutch and they're smoked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you used to have clutches. Now you have three giant clutches. Yeah. Three, <laughs> it's three welded clutch together. <laughs> so, um, so that, that being said, if you match the right transmission to your power, you have a bitch in warranty. And honestly, I always over build the transmission. Mm -hmm. So if you have a truck that's 500 horsepower, get a transmission that's for 700. Build yourself a buffer because yep. we all know these trucks are that slippery, slippery slope. You think you're done until you blow something up and go, you know what? Let's go a little bigger. What's the, Let's uh, go a little bigger. It's, it's never done till it's sold. Yeah, <laughs> it's never done till it's sold. Pretty much exactly. It. Yeah, it's never done till yeah. it's sold or blows up or something. Actually, if it blows up, it doesn't matter. Oh, for Sands. Oh, this is, I try to come up. <sighs> With a good anecdote for this, uh, what is it? Uh, every 600 horsepower truck is one bent rod away from a thousand horsepower. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> that one's check for out, you, Sands. Check out Willie's question on there. That's a that's a good one, but that might be maybe that's a that hard could, one. That actually. could be like a ten part episode. Yeah. Uh, well, Ben McPherson says uh, check out Randy's transmission. He's very knowledgeable. Ooh. Yeah, that guy is a nut when it comes to transmissions. Yeah, um, yeah, just watch we, him we rally his dually, but. God, I'm I, amazed, but what, I he trust puts it. That, <laughs> I'll never forget the video of him when he got that Carly suspension on oh, that Utah. Oh my God! <laughs> like I just want to shake his hand just because of that. Like going full send to Julie. <laughs> Carly. Yeah, I yeah. also I'll never forget his video of the 
the first time he let like 1100 rip on the on the roadway or on the street and it's like oh my god that dually uh, just burned out the entire freaking on-ramp love that and that was like 1100 uh, now yeah. it's like 1100 it's like welcome to the minor leagues yeah <laughs> yeah seriously when you hit 2000 we'll yeah, move you then up. we'll talk yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah willie says what's your favorite diesel engine and why oh man uh, with so many different, uh, like, what really, am I using it for? What's it going yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But if we're just taking the question at face value, like, don't don't think about the application. Just, just what is your favorite? It could be for some stupid reason. Like, just yeah, what is and your favorite? So I'll answer this, but this is probably a lot of people's favorite. But I'll tell you the reason why. And a 12-valve Cummins. And the reason why I say that. For, for one, they're an extremely reliable engine. Mm -hmm. Two, like, to me, like, I've always been into, like, old school hot rod stuff and, like, you know, kind of just getting to the roots of, like, diesel, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like that engine allows you to kind of just get pretty much involved with everything, you know? You're not just buying a... Well, I mean, you can buy a pump, you can buy all these parts, but there's a lot of things that you can kind of do yourself on it and yeah. really, you know, learn on, on, on what the engine's capable of and... The engine's capable of, I would say, as wow. far as a stock build, that engine is capable of the most horsepower without changing massive internals. Um, what is it, bottom end good for? Tyler Kipp, what was your bottom end good over for? A thousand, I know you can make over a 1,000. Yeah. There's guys that have done it. Um, so I, that's why I like that engine. It kind of takes you back to, mm -hmm. to when you're dealing with all this electronic stuff. It's fun. It's easy, you know, tuning and that sort of thing. But getting down to, like, the roots of like diesel performance and having fun with these trucks. Mm -hmm. Like you can't beat that engine. Yeah. It, it puts everything in your hands to, to, to tune that yourself. I mean, you don't need to have a degree in engineering to run a computer to tune the truck. You're adjusting timing, you're adjusting the AFC, you're adjusting the fuel plate. Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're adjusting all these things yourself and you're seeing the result of that adjustment. And to me, that's really, that's what it's all about. That's, you know, that's what kind of got me into like, you know, having fun with these things. That's yeah. what kind of brings you back. So I, I, and again, that's probably what like the majority of people would say, but that's the reasoning why. What's yours? <laughs> I mean, obviously I could just say everything that you just said right there. Yeah. It's pretty much true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's pretty hard to deny with anybody. It, it I mean, is pretty that's, hard to deny. All other, all other things taken away, like just that question at face value, what's yeah. your favorite? Because then you, that's when you start thinking of the engine outside of the truck. Like, yeah. And you can run that on a test stand. <laughs> no, you, you can, can run that hanging with off two of a wires. Point. I think is all yeah. you need to run that engine. You just like. need a fuel and like a twelve volt source at one point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's Kim saying? Oh, yeah. So you're thirteen on a stock bottom. Stock end. bottom end. See that that is not insanely yeah, right. Not recommended, but that is insanely impressive. There is no other engine that can that can do that. Um, so yeah, it, it's. To me, again, when you start dealing with like again all these electronic engines and all this stuff, it's like super easy. But you like you need a guy like I need a, I need a tuning guy or I need a guy that builds these pumps or I need a guy that does this. I mean, with that engine, it puts it all in your hands. And if you're a you know a true enthusiast, a guy that likes to get his hands dirty and actually see what you're changing, and, and again the result of what you're changing. I mean, you could adjust it to the point where it runs like crap and go, yeah. okay, that was a bad idea. Let's Got bring it back. back. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like that. I think that's a good answer. Um, Boom. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm a seven three guy. I like seven threes. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's a curse. Yeah, it's a curse. It's a curse. It's... There, there, but hey, the seven three engine is a. That's a. That's other than I think the six seven is starting to gain some a little bit of some you know some headway as far as your seven three. Mm -hmm. He's on this pedestal up here. I think six seven is kind of making his I way. I like to think of Ford like the the seven three <laughs> was like they got it right, and then it was like the six zero and six four is the, the like the awkward teen years. Yeah, they're the pimply face, long legs. I don't know like, what I want to do with my life. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm six two, 120 pounds. Yeah, <laughs> not I don't sure draw, how to live. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and all suddenly like six seven's know, like the, yeah. <clears throat> They, you know, they, they finished their associate's yeah. degree, they I've finally went degree. to school, yeah. they put on a tie, yeah, like, like, got their hands dirty, and yeah. it's like... Just a oh, couple little problems here and there, but yeah. all in all, good. Yeah. Good. I think it's... Yeah. <laughs> I will say that my next truck, well, it's either going to be another 7.3 or it's going to be a 6.7. Yeah. I, I, I toy with the idea of, like, possibly a 6.0, but I just... I, 
There's yeah. a guy that came in, I went and scanned a code on his truck, and he had a straight pipe OBS 7.3 manual. And as he drove away, I'm sitting there going like, God, I missed that. <laughs> ah. That was a nice truck you had. What's that? That was a nice truck you had. Your... My red one? Yeah, your red one, yeah. My red one was cherry. I missed that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hindsight's uh, 2020. Having kids and a family is just weird. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Jennifer Camp's watching. Hi, Jennifer. Um, Gavin wants to know best home mechanic reader. Um, blue driver doesn't work on a 7.3 power stroke. Auto ingenuity. Ford if you're playing I like that, Kevin Callaway. If you're playing with on a 12 valve, so he's basically saying, you know, be careful. Yeah, it'll run, run away. away. <laughs> yeah. But do your research before you start tuning stuff. Stop tuning. I mean, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, you can, there's a lot that can go wrong really quick if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Auto Ingenuity SPO3 Ford bundle um, does just about anything you could want in that truck. The oh, only yeah, thing it won't ahead. do on a 7.3 is that uh, you can't deadhead individual in injectors just because there's not enough electronics on that truck to do that. Um, co one company doesn't make a box, or you can make it on your own. I can't remember what it's called or the company that makes it, but oh, it's called a, a breakout box. Yeah. Um, that will allow you to literally have like eight toggle switches to shut off each one of the injectors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're not those. mass produced. I'm pretty sure that some guy makes them in his garage. Yeah. Um, but that's the only way you can shut off individual injectors, and that's what's going to be your best code reader for any 7.3, really. Um, yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Kevin Callaway, yeah, 12 valve. Make sure you have your emergency shut off, aka plug yeah. one. Um, <laughs> Uh, Mike Speaking says a, a P pump seven three. The high how much? Max. Yeah. How much money? How much do you money have? you got? <laughs> how, much money, me, I, how much money yeah. do you make a year before taxes? Yeah. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, I looked into that. Uh, and I'll be honest, if, if I had a lot of money, holy crap! Or someone wants to sponsor me? Yeah. Hypermax. <laughs> Hypermax. <you're> <laughs> uh, I don't have that kind of money. I'm not made of gold. Yeah. I mean, that, it's a cool. It's cool. Anybody it's out there that has that, that, it's oh, cool as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody out there that has that, kudos to you. That's pretty awesome. But us here in uh, us here sitting in Reality Ranch. Reality Ranch, yeah. Uh, that's that's a that's a pretty, you know, what is it like, fifteen thousand dollars or something for the pump? It's something outrageous. The the conversion. Last time I looked, it was conversion. <laughs> I think it was twenty something. Uh, and that's not that's not the heads. That's not the engine. That, yeah. That's like <laughs> that's just the thing to make the thing work. Yeah. And it, <laughs> Can't do Ooh, it. Sorry. Yeah. Can't <laughs> At that point, one. Uh, we're, I'd, that one, I'd rather you know, just common rail my truck. And yeah, if you're just power. trying to make that kind of power, just start with a new platform. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we uh, get this question a lot too. Is it better for an air filter to be dried or dry or oiled? Um, we probably, I think we have touched on this in our intakes episode. Mm -hmm. If you're wondering about intakes, I think it was episode one, two, or three we talked about intakes. Yeah. Um, dry filter for those guys that are in a really dirty, dry, dusty, silty environment. Yeah. Dry filter all the way. Yeah. If you live on a ranch and your truck stays on the ranch, dry, dry filter. It. It's not because the dry filter filters better than the oiled. It's that it clogs slower. Yeah, and you can you can pound it out. You can literally S and B says this is okay. You can literally tap it out. So with an oiled filter, it's you're gonna have to clean it every every ten seconds, yeah. <laughs> especially if you're in a really 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 dirty dusty area. So yeah. So that's how we that's how we kind of decide on there. Or if you're a guy that doesn't. Clean your oil, clean your filters, just go with the dry. <laughs> yep. All right, so we are getting towards where we usually like to start winding stuff down here. So, but we have good rants for you today. Yeah. Do you have a good rant? Because I know what mine might be. I, I have a somewhat good one. Okay. I so, think, I don't know. They'll tell us if it's good. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell us if it's good. So, should we just like rally through out. some of these? No, I'm going to save okay. some of these for next okay. frequently asked questions. We keep adding to our list and we're going to keep chopping them down every 10 episodes, frequently asked questions. We're going to get them out to you. Um, I think these two right here, deep this one and this one, and then save. I don't know. You, you pick. We you can pick. do. I think okay. we can do all of them. I know. Okay. I, I'm going I'm to move on to my rant. Okay. Here's my rant. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any of you uh, diesel folks out there probably uh, probably have kids. Uh, I have one. So if you have more than one or twins or something like that, yeah. I'm not trying to say that yeah, I have it hard. But man, I got one kid. And a super supportive wife. And I am tired as hell. <laughs> I don't know how other people do it. Yeah. I don't know how my dad did it. I don't know how my parents did it. I, 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 I got nothing. It's yeah. The best way I can describe it is before I, before I started working here, um, I worked for Red Bull and I did a lot of uh, their event stuff, uh, all the infrastructure things, where it was, you would literally be at go, go, go for like seven days straight. I know the oil guys are probably telling me I'm 
a pansy or something like that. And probably it, drinking it's, a yeah. bunch of Red Bull too. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's, there were times where it's like, okay, you're gonna be working for 38 hours straight. Right. We're sorry, but you're working for 38 hours straight, yeah. you gotta figure it out. And you could always have that mental attitude, I'll make up sleep later. It's fine, yeah. I'll just handle this, make I'll sleep, sleep later. I'll take a day and, and sleep on my own or something like that, or I'll, I'll miss my next college course, you know, yeah. miss, a, miss a class and sleep, catch up on it. Parenting is like always assuming you're gonna catch up on sleep, and you never do. <laughs> you never you do. think it's gonna happen on the weekend. It doesn't happen on the weekend. Even when your wife gets up with the baby yeah. and lets you get that extra like 45 minutes of sleep, it doesn't matter if you're still not caught up because you went to bed late the night before. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, I love my kid. I love my wife. I he's love a little, being he's a, a little cutie. He is a little cutie. My son is the coolest person yeah. I know. Um, I don't have a kid, but um, I had a puppy. I have a puppy. I, I still, I wouldn't have considered, there's no, there's no comparison. I know every time I'm like, oh, I got a puppy and I was up last night. It's like, hell. It's like, you have no idea. It's not a kid. It's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> it's yeah. not a kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got nothing on that. I slept really good last night. <laughs> I will say, I've gotten really good at like, okay, it's time to go to bed. And I used to be the kind of person who yeah. like farts around your phone for an hour and a half. It's time yeah. to go to bed. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Done. And yeah. all of a goes off like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mine, this is actually the shipping guy, Jared, mm-hmm. kind of brought this up earlier. Yeah. And I don't know, this is going to be, it's kind of like a, my, my rant, but it's kind of like I want some opinions on this too because I want to know if I'm the crazy one or if it's not me. This is news to me. I want to hear about it. Yeah, I didn't talk to you about this at all. When you're looking at parts for your truck mm-hmm. and you have a two-wheel drive mm-hmm. and you're looking specifically at suspension components, mm-hmm. Wouldn't, does, is, it, is it a common consensus that two-wheel drive, you're the odd man out and you need to make sure that your shit fits? I'm sorry, I didn't say that, but you need to make sure, make sure that your parts fit your truck, like when you're looking at parts, like on our website specifically, mm-hmm. suspension parts. I'm going to say for when you're in like, especially the three-quarter and one-ton truck market, four-wheel drives out number two-wheel drives, like, like 10, 10 to 1. one. Like yeah, it, right? Like so like two-wheel drive is the minority, shot. right? Like go ahead... Humor us. Yeah. Go search yourself a three-quarter or one-ton. Doesn't matter what year. Yeah. I, actually, you know, I'd say older, like older. We're talking like 60s and 70s. Anything from 1985 yeah, and to, newer. Three-quarter, one-ton. Tell me how hard it is to find a two-wheel drive. Yeah. So especially okay. when you get newer. So because we, we get you know guys all the time that'll that'll buy parts on our mm-hmm. website and then get them and then go, well, I didn't realize this didn't fit a two-wheel drive. It's like, well. Um, I, you know, I, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's the, like the two-wheel drive truck is the like the, the odd one. Like if, it's like saying, like I got a cab chassis. Like you got to tell us you have a cab chassis. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because like steering they're components. Steering, yeah, they're different. <laughs> like it's different suspension. You know, there's different parts up there. So I don't know. Kind of want to see what you guys thought. If yeah. if we need to more. Um, I, I, I guess make sure we're more clear on the website as far as with two-wheel drive to four-wheel drive stuff. But at the same time, it's like, why we haven't really had, it's not like a huge issue. Mm-hmm. It just seems like there's always like like three guys maybe a month that maybe like yeah. not tell us they have a two-wheel drive and then just assume it fits and then... My favorite is when you talk suspension and you get really in-depth with this <laughs> with, the, with the caller and we're talking about like front end steering shocks. <laughs> I've talking done this before it. too. And we're you know, talking I like, like an, I can feel like such an idiot too after I'm like, oh my god. Well, no, but but then he's getting super stoked too because he's finally yeah. like, why do I have anybody, all these parts? Why did anybody ever tell me this? <laughs> yeah. And then you, that ring, that bell starts ringing in the back of your head, like, why this is all common knowledge? Why yeah. is this guy so excited? Well, maybe I'm his first call. I don't know. Yeah. And then you get to the end and he goes, all right. So this will all fit a two-wheel drive, right? And you're like, it's like, oh my God, just forget everything I just said. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, well, do you have the parts for two-wheel drive? No. <laughs> no. No one makes it except factory replacement. <laughs> your options are keep your parts or factory. <laughs> and it's not because like we're, we're not looking at the dollar amount. No. We're like, oh yeah. my God, I'm making money. Yeah. We're looking at it going like, oh, like we're finally going to, like this guy's truck is going to ride so good. He's going to yeah, be like, so excited. Like we just, he's going to be stoked. Up, we parted the waters for this front end suspension of this guy's truck. <laughs> and then we just, in one fell swoop, just took his face just, and shoved it in the ground. Like, darn it. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, that's my, if, if you guys think we should do that on the site, then let us know. Otherwise, we're just going to stick with the uh, two-wheel drive is the, is the minority. 
And you guys should call just like Cab Chassis guys. Yeah. Well, we got some, some good comments. Some more questions here. Uh, ben McPherson says, Sleepy. <laughs> sleeping and never heard of it. Get on my yeah. level. I got three daughters. Sweet. Should I, should I send you a Red Bull, man? I'm, I, I do not envy you. Yeah. I mean, having three kids, that's pretty awesome, man. But yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Tyler wants me. Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> I'm never going to live that one down. Uh, I posted all that on my Instagram. I had no idea that I sang that song so aggressively in uh, public situations. Uh, says it's becoming more common, but it's not the first thing that comes to mind when talking about lifting. Okay. Again, yeah. Why would anyone want a two-wheel drive truck? Hey. hey yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what's your idea in the future? Will every, or every car truck magazine or machine run off diesel or gas? Uh, Honestly, I think there's a lot of people going to electric. Yeah. And I as much as we hate hybrids, diesel. go drive a Tesla. Wow. Those are outrageous. Yeah. So, honestly, a lot of people are moving to electric or they're doing the, what is the diesel? So, it's like a diesel generator on an electric motor yeah. in the car. So, that's probably where the future is going to go. But yeah. uh, Willie says, best thing about two-wheel drive is they don't have to worry about the transfer case breaking every three months. Ben responds with, how are you breaking transfer cases that often? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Willie, what are you doing, bud? <laughs> Seriously. Um, <laughs> Send us a vid. Let's see what you're doing to break those. Yeah. Because we, mean, I mean, on, really cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't hear about that too much. I mean, just like Duramax stuff when they like rub the pump pump rub too much when they Gavin, pump rub. Gavin, this one's for you. Hold on, swipe left. Oh my goodness, Gavin, did you just blow my mind? <laughs> no, nope, nope. still won't do it. Still won't do it. Mine came back in unblown. Anyhow, uh, I thank you guys all again for watching. Tyler yes. Kip, thank you for making me sing "Sweet Caroline." I hate myself more even now. <laughs> um, we are available on iTunes. Uh, Google Play and SoundCloud. Um, we have our own shirts coming out. Super stoked on that. Um, just so you, this is the highlight of our week. Yes, doing we this love right this now. stuff. So if you guys have ideas on episodes or questions or whatever, subscribe, comment, everything. Just yeah, yeah we're, we're again, we're trying to we're trying to keep this rolling, make it as big as possible. We love doing this. Mm. This is our highlight of the week. So yeah, let's keep yeah. it rolling. Check us out on gals. iTunes again. If you have any questions, you can email Ben at Diesel Power Products or Tyler at Diesel Power Products. I promise I'll respond. I get a lot of emails a day for sales stuff, but I always try and make time for anybody that's actually watching and emailing me because I appreciate it very, very much. Or just call us too. We're, yeah, or call we're, we're, you both. Anybody listening to this, you could talk to us. Like, you yeah. can call and ask for us. I like, mean, we're, once I finish this, I go back downstairs, goes, log back in, yeah. and Power Products is Ben. Yeah. You guys can talk to us. So yeah. we're not like just some people that just sit in the back end and don't talk to customers. We talk to people. So yeah. <laughs> We're people, people. We're people, people, people. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, thanks for watching. We'll see you next week, Thursday, 3.15, episode 11. I'm out, of, I'm out of apple juice. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. For all of your diesel performance needs, be sure to visit us at dieselpowerproducts.com. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.